This is the Cult of Courage podcast, weekly post-game. Today we are tackling entrepreneurship, getting clear and overcoming your fear. I'm here with Gareth Pickering. How are you doing today, bro? Matthew, good to see you. You look cold with your beanie. For those of you that are only listening to this on audio, Matt has uh, yeah, got a dressing gown on and he's got his um, head, headgear on. And um, yeah, I'm recording this episode in the car. and um, Araminta has just arrived back, and uh, today we are going to be talking all about the journey of entrepreneurship. Yeah, we are. Um, but before we get into it, I want to address why I'm dressed this way. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, quick personal update. I was supposed to be in a camper van tonight. Um, yeah, you didn't but, tell me why you didn't go camping yet. I mean, we had a pod. My wife, Aitana, and I had a pod, a drop-in today, and mm-hmm. um, it kind of overflowed the container and it was really emotional for us and nilo explain what a pod is so a pod is a communication framework that itana and i use to drop in and figure out what's true with us it's an opportunity for us to like own our truth to the other person and Uh we never really know what's going to come up like it's it's more of like a, a space to kind of get whatever's alive in us out so that we mm-hmm. can align our vibrations to have a great trip. Like we do that as part of mm-hmm. our post game. You know, when we go on a trip, we always drop in and do a pod before. And usually it takes about 20, 30 minutes max. Mm-hmm. And we're cracking an hour of getting deep and getting really emotional. And Nilo wakes up from his nap and interrupts us. And all of a sudden, like, the packing and the loading up the camper and all the things that go with getting out of town just felt super heavy in our state. And we just, we called it. And so, yeah, I was supposed to be doing the podcast from a camper. Uh, but it's a good thing though, because we were going up on a mountain it would have been cold tonight. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm here. And, uh, yeah, I knew that I was going to be recording this episode from the car. So, uh, here I am on the side of the road in zone 10 in Guatemala city. And, uh, yeah, I just had beautiful lunch with Araminta and, we have actually been shopping for our new little mountain cabin, which we are building, and we've been fireplace shopping. And so, yeah, we feel like we've been busy, but uh, yeah, blessed to be able to do all of these things. Well, bro, I'm blessed that we're able to knock this stuff out in different countries. When we started this journey, you know, we were in Mexico, in Oaxaca City, living together and putting the initial wheels onto this bus that we've been driving for how long has it been? Six years? It's probably been closer to seven. And yeah, I think uh, now we're in different parts of the globe. I'm in Spain, you're in Guatemala, and we're often able to meet while we're both traveling and on the road. And I don't think we could have done this as early digital nomad entrepreneurs. I think there's a part of me that really wants to celebrate that we're at this stage, like fully integrated with our lifestyles, because that's one of the things that you and I have always talked about. That was the dream, and it's always been the dream to be able to have a business that you can run from anywhere, make money from the road, whether it's a camper van or the beach or wherever you happen to be. What do you think? What do you think has been the shift? Why did it take us seven years to get here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the list is long, right? There's there's the technology curve, which is it. There's the messaging. I mean, we used to really when we first started this business, we thought we wanted to speak to as many people as possible. And that was going to be the most effective way of getting our messaging out. And so right. 
that was the uh, the first round. The Live More Perfect Days was the brand we built around that one. Right. And it wasn't until a few years ago that we really got into our calling of men's work. And I think that's really, for me, us getting specific about it mm-hmm. got us the feedback that we've been receiving from our audience. Like we never really got engagement with the Live More Perfect Days brand in a way that like really resonated with me that, that like these are our people. And now that we're getting that, I find that at this stage in our entrepreneurial journey on this project, it's way easier to stay up at, at get up at three in the morning with an idea and aha moment and go and write it down and build for this business than it mm-hmm. was five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And that matters, that. That's, that matters because that's the way like you show up to a project, right? Like the, the guys that we coach who are building their own businesses and putting their work out into the world. Like one of the things we always talk to them about is you have to be working on something that you're passionate about because the pathway of entrepreneurship requires that of you sometimes for you to go that extra mile and to show up. And Mm -hmm. if it's not your passion project, like those moments pass you and, and that adds up and your business becomes one that, that you leave behind. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one thing that I've been reflecting on over the last couple of months, probably last couple of years, has also been the shift of non-attachment. I know the part of me that we would do a launch and something wouldn't go according to plan and I would be like, oh, now this means something. You know, It means that we're not good enough or you know, this is some, some sort of failure or something like that. And then we would have some success. A part of me would light up and be like, oh, this is amazing. This is just exactly what we need neither of those are true like nothing actually really matters it's just data and showing up and putting in the hours and doing the work and yeah what's reflected back to you is more a reflection of the personal alignment that i've felt with myself of being like okay i know what i want to do and i've i've got work out into the world that's been received by people and the more that i do that the more it seems to come back and then using that not as i'm amazing or that i'm a complete failure but more as like, oh, this is data. Let's do more of this. We're getting good feedback here and just continually working with that. And that's, I think, been a re- really important shift in in my experience, one. And then secondly, for me, there's been, I've had some strong money blocks. I've had some strong money blocks around, again, my sense of self-worth being linked to some income goal. You know, like I'll be, I'll be worthy when, or, or my parents or family or friends back in South Africa will think I'm amazing when. And again, none of that's true. Like, you know, all of us are amazing and full and whole and complete exactly as we are. And some of us make a lot of money. Some of us don't. That really doesn't actually matter. <laughs> it's taken me a while to get to that place of just being as, as relaxed as it is with that, you know? Yeah, definitely. It, it reminds me of um, a conversation you shared, I think, that you had with Minto around, like, every everyone's task matters or everyone's... Everyone's yes. job matters in, in the, the, the fabric of the world that we're creating. That, right. You know, someone, you had a much more eloquent analogy. Yeah, something like I always thought that the investment banker was somehow more valuable than the baker or the builder or something. And in many ways, yes. it makes no difference. You know, like we all need to do a service. And yeah, I also had a conversation with John Sane, which was like, all of us are at different levels of like evolution in different parts of our lives. You know, you might have relationships dialed in, but your money game might need work. You might have your career dialed in, 
but you need help in relationships or something like that. And so, yeah, just recognizing this, which is actually coming back to what we taught in the circle this week. And uh, yeah, maybe you want to share with the, the tool that we taught this week and uh, how it landed because it was, it was so amazing. Well, for those of you who don't know, we had our first tribe gathering this past week, which is the, the first circle of a monthly circle for our FSB tribe members. And so this was the first time we got to drop in with those brothers that said yes. And the exercise that we start off almost all of our containers with is this one we call the octagon, which examines all the different eight pillars of lifestyle design. And you assess where you're at so that you know where your weaknesses are. So you can put your focus there. And also identifying those superpowers. Like we have these superpowers. And, you know, sometimes if we don't take the time to look at ourselves, we forget that we have them or we don't acknowledge them. And Mm -hmm. I think one of the duties of having a superpower is knowing what it is so that you can wield it and use that to to make your your impact on the world. That's leading straight into our next topic of conversation which is what we're talking about in this month's king circle which is coming up the last sunday of the month and it's really based on this analogy that i think for the masculine for most men your purpose work what you do in the world is the most important thing that you do like you need to be working on something that really matters that feels meaningful for you and i read a saying recently that says unshared gifts become poison in the body. And so if you're sitting on these gifts that you're talking about, your superpower that you've been gifted and you're not sharing them with the world and using them to, yeah, make a difference, that's going to start to feel really uncomfortable and eventually get to a place where it's going to feel like almost unbearable if you don't take these opportunities and gifts that you've been given and take them out into the world. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about in this week's, uh, this month's King Circle coming up uh, next Sunday the 26th. And um, Matt, maybe just share, you're going to give some practical stuff about how people can get clear on what it is that their gifts are and help them overcome their fear of maybe finding their voice with with something that you've taught me. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a live install uh, during the circle of a tool called SelfStream, which is, um, yeah, it's a great tool to just have on your smartphone to what I say, capture your authentic voice in that moment. Like we all have these aha moments throughout our day. And, you know, if we have a strong journaling practice, maybe they'll make it into a journal if we can remember it or we'll jot it down. But what I'm doing now is sending myself an audio note and then using that as an archive of ideas. And through that, I'm able to find what is my consistent, authentic expression throughout a day, throughout a week, throughout a month, and use that to yeah, pinpoint what it is that I want to bring into the world to explore the voice that I'm going to speak with when I broadcast it to the world. Mm-hmm. And I also use it for shadow work too. So yeah, I'll be diving in and teaching that in a live environment. And I think we're also going to take the sharing circles as opportunities to dive into stuff like imposter syndrome and the fear around putting your voice out there in the world. So yeah starting starting a business is a really really strong mirror like if you're thinking about putting your work out into the world whatever that is expect that pretty much everything's going to come up your fear of not being good enough your fear of is this going to be received by the world um you're going to bump your head you're going to have people telling you that you're crazy or mostly from a loving place people you know mostly want you to stay safe because that's what they think but if you're thinking about taking these gifts that you've been given and actually moving out into the world with them, 
expect that things are going to come up. And the best way to, to overcome this is to really have a framework that can support you to get it out into the world, but also a team of people that can pick you up and support you in this process. And I just want to share that Matt is world-class at doing this. And he has been instrumental in helping me find my voice and not only find my voice, but actually find my voice in a way that helps me put it in messaging that really resonates with the type of people that we want to serve, understanding what that is and helping me really articulate it and lay it out in a way that's really been in service. And so, yeah, where we find ourselves at the moment with 150 men in circle, more or less so far, um, 13 paying members inside our father, sons, brothers tribe, which we only launched last week. It's been eight years of an overnight success, but bro, you've been, you know, it's been critical, the work that you've supported me with. And maybe just share what you, what your gifts are that you're bringing to the world in the, in the way that you're supporting me. Yeah, well, I, I've been um, I've been actually in the background developing my personal brand, which articulates a lot of that. And I have taken the moniker of whiteboard ninja and funnel geek. And I think that summarizes what I do. I love getting on the whiteboard and getting creative and creating those mastermind opportunities to to bounce ideas off of one another and really harness those pieces of gold from a session mm-hmm. and then taking those ideas and putting them into the practical space of a digital nomad supportive business that you can operate from a laptop as you travel, um, focusing on passive income. And yeah, that's, that's the niche that I've been carving out for myself and honing in this project with you, Gareth. It's been uh, quite a journey from where we started doing WordPress sites. Thank you, man. And it's not, it's not only me, you know, you're working with other businesses as well that are seeing the results of, of your gifts and, uh, yeah, it feels really good to see you being in service and bringing it to the world. And I know a lot's shifted in your world since you became a father. And um, yeah, just kudos for for the support that you've given me on this journey. And uh, so stoked to see what you create using your gifts inside the Father, Sons, Brothers tribe, which is really what it is that we've been creating together is not only a space for us to connect with other men, but also a space for men to come together inside a safe space and have access to the tools and resources like Matt's talking about and going to be teaching inside the King Circle, but also the support of like, fuck, I've had a rough day. I could really use some help. I'm stuck here. Or very practically, I've got this great idea. I need some funding. You know, we want to create a space like an incubator for men to be able to come together and bring their ideas and not know where they're going to end up, but have a space to be able to to own those and put them out into the world. And uh, yeah, I'm really stoked that uh, that our tribe has launched the way that it has Maybe give those that are listening into this bulletin for the first time our road to 10,000 dream, brother. Yeah, so we have a goal that we are racing towards to get 10,000 men in circle. Uh, So every king circle, every tribe gathering, we add up the men who are there and add them to our continuous count. We're at 145 at the moment. And... If you go to fathersonsbrothers.com and register for the next King Circle, you can be part of our next count. King Circles are completely free. The Father, Sons, Brothers Tribe is a paid membership. It's super reasonable. And uh, the only way to get there is through the King Circle. And so if you're feeling called to connect with a global tribe of open-hearted men that are on their journey, wanting to show up as their most authentic selves and don't always have it together because we don't, we're not expected to always have it together. We are open and ex- accepting of men from, from all walks of life. And it would be an honor to, to see you in our circle.
Well, Gareth, I think that's all we got for this bulletin, which we're now calling the post game, by the way. We are shifting the name of the bulletin to the post game. Yeah, we came up with the bulletin as an idea of, you know, sharing what's alive inside the tribe, having an opportunity for Matt and I to drop in on things that were exciting for us. And uh, what it actually pointed to was really we reflect on the week that's been and share some of the wins and highlights that, that have been unfolding in our in our personal lives and in our business. And uh, the post game, the opportunity to look back and reflect on not only the week, but this is a practice that we teach. A post game is a really beautiful opportunity to take the lessons and some of the learnings from phases of our life. And a post game could be for a, a relationship, a business, a family holiday, or a date, but really just taking the opportunity to reflect on what's happened and integrate the lessons from that. So yeah, this is now going to be called the weekly post game, and uh, it's an honor to be doing it with you, Brew. Likewise, Gareth. Thank you for the kind words, and I will see you later. All right, man. I hope you get uh, into the camper van and into the mountains tomorrow. And uh, for those of you listening, we'll see you in the King Circle last Sunday of the month. See you guys. Much love. Ciao.